This is Everything with Allie Levine, hosted by Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, influencer, and Bravo reality star, Allie Levine. On this podcast, you'll get a mix of, well, literally everything, from motherhood to fashion, lifestyle to spiritual well-being, all real and raw. Allie interviews celebrities, experts, influencers, entrepreneurs, and so much more. Tune in weekly to be inspired, empowered, and entertained. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode with Everything with Allie Levine. You guys, your reviews and everything means so much to me. I can't say thank you enough. I can't believe I'm almost at 200 episodes. It's so crazy to think that I started this thinking this would just be something fun I would do. And it's not only become such a passion for me, but also a huge part of my business. So thank you so much for the support. And if you haven't left a review yet, please do share why you love the show so someone else can see why they might love it, a guest you loved, or anything else you want to share. It really is, you know, a spot for you guys. So thank you. And I just wanted to let you guys know today's guest, Kimberly Dawn. You guys, if you have been listening for a while, she's been here before. She's a good friend of mine. And if you haven't, then that episode will be linked in the show notes. But she has an amazing show coming up on March 12th at the Mint in LA, if you are local. And she has an incredible music video coming out on May 6th. And if you guys check out her hot song right now, 93, it's playing everywhere worldwide on the radio. And I love the song. And Kim's a good friend, so you guys check out her music. And as always, please send me a DM. Tag me if you guys share this. Send a screenshot. I love to see what episodes you guys are loving and what you're enjoying. Thanks so much. Hi, loves. I'm your host, Allie, everything with Allie Levine. And I'm so excited to welcome back my good friend, an amazing woman, mother and singer-songwriter, the incredible Kimberly Dawn. Kimberly Dawn is a country singer-songwriter using her natural talent for storytelling and music to express an authentic message of perseverance, humility, courage, and resilience. Through original songs like Cadillac Lovers and Slow Dancing in the Dark, nominated for Best Country Song at the 2019 Hollywood Music in Media Awards, the Canadian-born musician shares timeless stories of real-life triumph in the never-ending struggle to find bold purpose and powerful self-love. As a mother of four, Kimberly Dawn's personal journey towards creating inner strength and balance on the road to living out her passion is one to which many women can relate and one that she feels particularly suited to tell. Although growing up raising a family and finding myself, music got me past the most difficult times. If my song gives someone else strength to get through the day, then I've done what I set out to do. Kimberly Dawn earned her stripes opening for Wilson Phillips in 2015, along with performances at Los Angeles House of Blues and celebrity red carpet charity events. She's been featured on multiple podcasts, like my podcast and many others. She has had her popular single, Nashville, recently released in February of 2020 and 93. And she's just an incredible inspiration. And truly, when I say, guys, a really good friend, Kim and I have become really close over the last couple of years. Everything she truly does inspires me as a mother, as a woman. She's all about truly bringing her music to you to help you move through your days, your challenges, your struggles. So Kim, welcome to my show, love. You are so sweet. You always say the nicest things, Allie. Oh, well, it's true, babe. I mean, you know, I feel very grateful that we have become close and, you know, we also have the same 
team that takes care of us for everything. But I mean, I think yeah. it's no coincidence that, you know, everything kind of just aligned for us and we've just kind of gotten closer and closer in our friendship. I agree. And I'm so grateful for that. And I'm so grateful for you because I truly yeah. do admire you and, um, you know, you inspire me on a daily. I just, and I watch you with those girls, your babies, and it's truly, you're an amazing mama. Oh, thank you, babe. Well, that, you know, that means so much to me, especially as you being a seasoned mom of four. I'm like, wow, you know, it's it's so intense, obviously. And, you know, I mean, you know, just for you guys listening, like Kim and I recently got together and went on a walk and took the girls just to get out and like get the girls, you know, out in, you know, the, you know, in nature and just have fun. Amelia was so excited to see Kim. We've seen each other a few times, you know, safely and everything. And we were walking and we were just talking about like how, you know, intense this time is for everyone but Kim was explaining to me and sharing with me so much of like her having this time to really write and do her music and get into her zone and what she's truly passionate about and so I told her I'm like hey I know you had you on my show stripped down before you know rebranded to everything with Ali Levine I want to have you back and talk about just you know life right now as a mother, you know, during this pandemic, things that you're up to and share all your amazing new music because you recently had an incredible live concert with the Mint that I attended on virtual online, which was so much fun. It was like so feel good that we all need right now. So Kim, I want you to like, you know, for those that don't know you that maybe didn't get to listen to the last episode, which you guys should go back and listen, but why don't you tell everyone a little bit about like you and like why music is so important to you and especially country and just give us a little bit about Kim. Thank you. Yes. Well, again, thank you for having me back on. I'm so excited to be back on. So, you know, my background, I was born and raised up in Canada um, on a farm up in Alberta, Canada. So small town and music was so, um, it was huge in my life. I grew up listening to all kinds of, you know, different genres of music, but I used to sing in church and music has always helped me whether it's I'm going through something hard, you know, there might be a specific song that would just kind of lift me out of that funk that I was in. So music has always been such a huge part of my life. And I knew going into it and wanting to create music, I wanted to be able to be an artist who could make people feel good. If you're going through a hard time, you know, there might be a song that resonates with you that really helps you through that tough time. You could be just like, having a great day and one of my songs pops on and it just puts you even in an even better mood just because it's a happy song. And so I really, I feel like music brings so many different emotions to the table. And so when I write, um, I'm very cognizant of that. I, I think about those things, like how can this, you know, help somebody? I think that's beautiful. And I think that's such a great message to start with because I think that, you know, no matter where you are in the world listening, we're all somewhat being, you know, um, uh, put on hold by this uh, pandemic. Our lives have been shaken up for most of this year. And I think that, you know, it's important to find resources and tools that help you get through it and help you also not only just get through it, but be able to hopefully thrive on most days. Of course, there's some days where we're all just surviving, which is like me today, but right. it's, you know, it's obviously a, a, a true uh, ebb and flow, but, you know, for you, like you said, you know, music has always been there for you, even now, even though you're not traveling like you normally do to Nashville and doing all the things you normally do with music, you're still finding 
that time to really go within and work on your music and also share it with the world. Yeah, I mean, listen, when COVID really hit and this pandemic happened and everything got shut down, yeah, my travels stopped, you know, everything that was kind of planned for this year, I say got put on hold because at first I was kind of like, what am I going to do? Like, everything has stopped. How am I going to continue sharing my music? How am I going to put it out there? And you just have to come up with the mindset of, you know what, there's another way. And so for me, it was like, all of a sudden I'm doing rights with zoom. So I'm jumping on zoom calls and I'm doing rights with people from all over, whether it's people in Canada, Nashville, all, all throughout the country, I was still able to, and I still am creating music. Um, so you have to find other ways, other creative ways to figure out how to do it. And then I was doing a ton of lives, like on Instagram, a lot of interviews and still being able to, you know, share my music. And then fast forward, you know, we know here in LA, I would say in general, California has been pretty shut down and they opened up some of these music venues, which I was so happy about because these music venues that have been like staple places in, you know, I'm going to say in Los Angeles, but I know throughout the country, but here in LA, some of these places have been open since like the fifties, like a long time, including the mint. And so when I was asked to play the mint, I was so excited. They were doing shows outside, keeping it, you know, social distancing, very COVID safe. And all of a sudden LA got shut down. So literally two days before the show, it was literally actually probably a day and a half before the show, um, I found out the show was canceled. And thankfully my team kind of like quickly got together and they're like, nope, the show must go on. We're gonna figure this out. And we did, you know, I went on, um, the Mint was like, you know what? We want you to do a live virtual concert on our page, on their Facebook page. And I streamed it live from their Facebook page and I streamed it live from Instagram. And it felt so good, you guys, just to be able to share music. And even though I wasn't in a room with a bunch of people, I felt the energy. I knew people were watching and I knew people were feeling uplifted. And I had so many people afterwards just text me and say, I felt like I was at a real concert. It just felt good to hear music that way again. Yes. And it was so nice. And it was just so much fun. I was like jamming out by myself, you know, with my wine and relaxing and, you know, but it did, it felt so good. And everybody was like, you know, cheering you on just like, you know, you would obviously not as same, but as much as you could um, online and just sharing thoughts and messaging and everything. And it was just so nice and just so beautiful. And so I want to, you know, take it from there. Tell us about the new music that has been created, you know, during this time, the new single. I know you also have some Christmas music, like share with us, like what those projects look like. So um, in January, I went out to Nashville and I actually recorded my album in Nashville. Um, so I finished that project and then this year has been my year of like, you know, what, I'm going to, you know, I was going to release it and kind of go from there. So what we decided to do is I released a song back in um, end of February, beginning of March. So right when kind of COVID hit a song called Nashville and that song has been doing really well. People love it. It's a happy song. People just really love it. So fast forward um you know six months later we're still obviously um 
you know, dealing with COVID, I'm going to release another single. So um, I released a song called 93. And that's kind of the, um, the main single from this, from this album is, is 93. And that song, when that song was written, I wrote it with two amazing um, writers from Nashville, um, uh, Megan Barker and Greg Freya. And I had said to them both, I really want to write a song that resonates with the 90s. I love the 90s sound of country music. I grew up listening to that. That's kind of where I fell in love with country music was hearing that 90s country sound, um, like Garth Brooks, uh, Shania Twain, a lot of those artists. Yes, and love them. So Faith good. Hill and Faith Hill, you know, so that's when I really fell in love with country music. And so the goal with that song was to really write a song that took us back to like how life was in the 90s. Well, in the 90s, we didn't have cell phones. We literally were outside playing all the time till it was dark. You could tell what time it was by, oh, your favorite TV shows on TV. So it was kind of like reminiscing about the good old days. Not that today's not the good old days, but back then it was just, it was simpler, right? Um, and so that's what that song kind of, you know, that's how that song was created. And to be honest with you, everything in perfect timing, I truly believe that. And when this song came out, it came out in September, middle of September. Um, it has resonated with so many people. It's been just a song to take people back, to remember those times. And I think it's even had people think about, wow, maybe I do spend too much time on my phone. Maybe I'm on social media too much. You know what I'm saying? Like really trying to hone back into like a simpler time and focus on other things. Because listen, we all know it. We're both in entertainment. We get busy. You are on social media. That's part of our job. We have to do things like that. But I try to take myself, I remind myself, you know what? I have to like schedule my time a little bit better and not spend so much time maybe on Instagram one day or you know, because I want to get back to the simpler things. It, we get overwhelmed, right? Don't you agree? You get bombarded by all the social media. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I turn my notifications off and just say, hey, I'm just going to like take a break and just shut off for a minute because it's just sometimes too much. Like today, I was so much going on and I didn't get on until the afternoon because I just didn't have the energy to put my energy online. Yeah, and that's, and that's how I feel a lot of times. And now I'm learning to just... When I feel like that, I am giving myself the grace to, you know what, don't go on it, stay off of it, you know, because that's, I, I need that self-care for myself, you know, so, but I think that's why 93 probably is resonated with a lot of people because it's bringing them back to remembering those, those days where life was a little more simple. Um, and sometimes we need to go back to that, you know, take a step back and go back to a simpler time. It's so true. And I think that's such a good message for right now, because I think that, you know, even though, of course, this is a hard time and there's a lot of things going on, it's heavy. I think it's a good reminder that like, you know, there were simpler times. And like when I used to talk about it with my grandparents and family, they used to say, like, like you just said, the good old days, like they used to say to me, like, listen, you guys made it so complicated. There's so much going on. Like, there's a reason that it was kind of more simple and just kind of easy and you know of course there were still life hardships and struggles there always is but it was just more simple and there wasn't so much complication and i kind of feel like in a sense you know with going through this pandemic and everything 
it's been a blessing in a lot of ways because it's allowed us all to kind of get back to simpler times and not feel like we have to be yeah. like you said, go, 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 busy, busy. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's been a, a blessing and part of the silver lining I'd say with all of this, because it's been a hard year for everybody. And, you know, but it's really, I think, helped people step back and, you know, actually take a step back and realize what's important. What do I, what do I need to spend my time focusing on? And a lot of that is like family. Like I've really cherished the time just being able to be with my family. Yes, exactly. I love that you said that because I have too. I've really honed in on allowing myself to adjust to being mama too, because it's definitely an adjustment and, you know, allow myself to just have the time together and enjoy and not feel like I have to be busy, busy, busy in order to be successful, in order to be productive. And I kind of feel like COVID has been bursting that bubble as well for a lot of people is like all of us were so used to being so busy and expecting to like, you know, always have that be what equaled success. But it, I'd be interested to hear from you, Kim, because I know for me, like, I feel like I'm doing half the amount of work I was doing before and I'm being more successful. And I like laugh at myself because I'm like, wait, how is this possible? Well, I think, yeah, no, I agree with you because you know what it is. We're not having to run everywhere. Like there's an event and now you got to get down there. Like there's so much that was going on before this, you know, before the pandemic that I think now we have more time to hone in on what we need to do. So like, you know, I will say this, I used to spend so much time in my car driving from here, driving to there. I was so, so busy. And one of the things I did say is no matter what, when life kind of gets back to some normalcy, I'm not going to go back to that crazy schedule where I'm like running around with my head cut off and I can barely breathe. You know, I'm, I'm managing my time so much better. And when we manage our time, we're more productive. That's so true. Well, and so you saying that, what would be some like tips and, you know, advice you would give with that, that you've been figuring out that you've been doing? So I will tell you, I actually, I make to-do lists. So I actually prioritize like every day things that I know that I need to get done that day, um, which is good because what I realized when I wasn't doing that, I was like getting scatterbrained because my brain is like, I have so much to do, but it's like, I couldn't prioritize things. So I, now I do, like, I literally have to do, to do lists and I check them off every day on, oh, okay, I did that, I did that, I did that. And the other thing is I give myself grace because I might have a list of 10 things on there and maybe I only got six, but I put them in order of the things that need to be done. And then I add those to the next day. You know, I don't like kill myself to like, have to be up till two or three o'clock in the morning to try to get those things done just be, you know, cause then I'm not getting any sleep and then I'm not productive the next day anyway. Yes. That's so true. And I love that you do lists. I do the same thing. And I realized that this week I haven't made myself any lists and I wonder why my head feels like it's spinning out of control. And you're hundred percent right. Like I didn't do the check-in with myself that I normally do. Cause I've just been doing so much the last couple of days trying to catch up because I feel like I haven't gotten a bunch of things done, but I normally, when you just said that, I like, it like hit me. Cause I'm like, yeah, I haven't done my list in a few days. That's why I feel like so overwhelmed right now because I don't even know what priorities are. So when you do your list, do you have a specific like 
app or do you write it down? Like, is there a specific way you do it? Yeah, I actually have it in my notes. So on my phone, I literally just write in there what I need to do. And, and, you know, and once that list is done, I delete it out of my notes and that's done. And it's like, it always feels so good. So I do that. Sometimes I will write it down too. Sometimes like I'll write it down, but I always will put it in my phone because I check that so much, you know? And so it just helps to keep me organized. Yes. I think that's such a great tip. Well, and then, okay. So going from being organized and being mindful and everything that you're doing to keep yourself in check with your time and everything. I want to go into the fact that you have recently really gotten into oils and you have become a part of Young Living and you recently gave me a really cool uh, curated like custom little liquid zen that I actually used today to calm myself. (laughs) And I love it. And I used a couple days ago and I really have noticed um, a difference in the way I feel after I use it and like remind myself that like that's a tool I have. Tell us why you've gotten into it, like why you have a love for oils. Share with us a little bit, because there's a lot of people I feel like that, you know, have checked out oils or they've dabbled in them, which I feel like I've dabbled a little bit more and more in the last couple of years. So I want you to tell us like why and like what made you get into them and what you can share about your journey with oils so far. So, you know, I would say I probably got introduced to just essential oils probably about four years ago, maybe five years ago. Um you know, there's a couple different, you know, well-known oil companies out there, but Young Living's been around for like 25 years. So they've been around the longest. And one of my girlfriends got involved with them, like specifically with Young Living, like two years ago. So she kind of introduced me to Young Living. Um, And I would say in the last three years, I've kind of been on my own, like health and wellness journey, just really kind of seeking out, um, things that I can help that can help with like my stress or my anxiety. And, you know, you get to a point, you know, especially I'm going to say talking about myself, you know, I get very anxious. I have, I have high anxiety. Um, you know, part of that comes with being a performer. Um, you know, anytime I have, I'm going to do a show, any kind of performance, if I have to speak, if I'm, even like doing like a podcast or something, there's a, there's a, uh, there's anxiety that, you know, forms inside me. So I wanted to figure out a way to kind of help myself with that. So I started reading some, I started reading books. Um, I love Gabby Bernstein. Um, her books really kind of resonated with me really learning how to meditate and with meditation, a lot of people will also use specific oils to help with the meditation, to help you get into that meditation, like frankincense or sacred mountain. There's, you know, some of the very grounding oils. Um, so two years ago when my girlfriend started introducing me to it, I was like, okay, you know, but again, I wasn't really, it's like, I liked them. I knew a lot about lavender. I knew lavender is great for sleep. Um, but this, this year, particularly um, when, when COVID hit, I really was like, you know what? I've been using these oils for like two years. I really want to dive more into it and understand, you know, the benefits of them. And, you know, just, I, I loved them. And so I was using them. And not only that, I was talking to people about them. So people would ask me about something and I'd bring up, oh yeah, I, I have a diffuser. I diffuse oils. And they're like, oh, oils. So I felt like I was just sharing a part of my life and even on my social media, I talk about health and wellness 
and you know things that I've been doing to help with my anxiety. And so I would say that's been a big part of why I kind of decided to jump into it because um, I love it and I'm already using it. And I feel like if I can share it with other people to help them, then I'm doing what I needed to do. You know, we all have callings in life and I don't know, I just, I like to share and I feel like I've been able to help a lot of people who maybe weren't familiar with essential oils. Yes, I love that. That's so awesome. What are some of your favorite, because you obviously said like you love Young Living. So what are maybe some scents that people should potentially check out? Of course, they should reach out to you potentially to, you know, work with you or have your guidance. Yeah. You know, what would you say maybe are some of your favorite scents right now that people could check out that might help them with that anxiousness or calming or whatever they're feeling during this time? So, um, one of the oils that I use that Young Living has, it's um, called Valor. It's probably one of my favorite oils that they have. And there's a mixture of different oils in there. One of them is Blue Tansy. Um, I just love that that Valor, first of all, stands for courage. So they always say like, this oil is to help give people courage. Um, I love to put that in my diffuser in the morning. I actually will rub it like on my body. It just helps to center me. So if I'm feeling super anxious, there's something about that that really does help calm me down. And I will tell you last week before my show, I meditated probably three times that day before my show. Um, I was rubbing valor all over me and I was like, okay, you know, when the moment came and I was ready to go, go live, I just felt way calmer. You know, part of that I know is me meditating and really centering myself, but um, Valor for me does that for me. Um, frankincense is another great one. I'll meditate in the mornings. Um, I'll put frankincense in a diffuser. I'll rub frankincense on me. Um, it's a very grounding oil. Um, and it's a very kind of, when I say a holy oil, I mean, it goes back thousands and thousands of years, frankincense. Um, and it's a, it's, um, it's probably one of my favorite oils as well. That's so awesome. I, I love that. And I love that like you kind of have created your own routine around that with your oils, your meditation, and all that. I think that's so great. And obviously the huge part of like your own self-care and being mm -hmm. mindful and everything you're doing. That's amazing. Well, and I wanted to ask you, Kim, you know, like being a mom of four, obviously you're a seasoned mom, but you know, I have a lot of mom listeners, obviously. And, you know, I just kind of want you to share, I guess, like just maybe a couple tips of not necessarily advice, but just a little bit of a couple gems of your own as a mother of like how you continue to you know, be a present mom because you are like, I watch you and you're so present and you're so good about that. But you also obviously have this incredible career as a musician, all other things that you are choosing to do. What would be some things that you would maybe share with those listening that whether they're a new mom or a seasoned mom that they could take away from this episode? Well, let's see. Um, I've learned so much with my kids. You know, they, I feel like they teach me on a daily, but one of the things I think that is, you know, I always say little kids, little problems, big kids, big problems. And the biggest thing as a mom is we need to just listen. You know, we can't always solve the problems. And I used to be like figuring out like, how can I fix this? How can I make it better? 
you know, we can't always fix it, but when kids feel like they can come to us and have a conversation with us and that we're really listening, sometimes that's all they need. You know, um, sometimes they don't want all the advice and everything that we can, that we can give them. Um, and they might ask, and then that's different. But I think the biggest thing is really just remembering to listen and listening. Some, some of the things that they might say are not things that we want to hear. And so I've noticed when I'm listening, I have to listen with no judgment because when kids feel like they're being judged, then they don't want to talk to us. And it's so important to have our kids communicate with us because you know what, if they're not communicating with us, you don't know who they're communicating with and you don't want them to go outside the family. And the reason I say it that way is because we have the internet and I've heard this from so many parents. Kids get on the internet and they start making friends with people. You don't know who they're talking to. You don't want them, you know, just becoming friends with random people on the internet. You want them to feel safe. Like the home is a safe place for them to come talk to you. Um, so that's one thing I would say. Um, and the other thing that I think is important and I've, and I've, um, I've seen this with my own kids is that we want to just encourage our kids, encourage them. You know, like I have one of my sons, he didn't want to go to college. And I remember when he made that decision, like he didn't want to go. I thought, what do you mean you're not going to go to college? That's everybody goes to college. You're supposed to go to college. You know, we have these own assumptions of what we think kids should do. Right. But you know what? They all have their own path. And as a parent, we're here. Yes. To guide them. But we also need to real accept their decisions because sometimes their decisions aren't going to be what we want for them, but it's all worked out. And I also realized that school is not for everybody. You could have the most brilliant, intelligent kid, and they're going to create this amazing business. And maybe they didn't want to go to college or they went for a short period of time and they just knew it wasn't for them. Um, and that's not me saying don't go to college. That's me saying I've seen it more and more these days that there's a lot of kids that they're figuring out other ways to create jobs and they're not necessarily going to college. And it doesn't have to be the end of the world and the kids shouldn't feel bad that they're choosing a different path. That's such good advice. And I love that you said about listening because I mean, obviously I really only have, you know, Amelia, my toddler who really is like speaking up and being vocal, but I'm trying to really be mindful of that with her of like, when she says things to me of just listening and of course some things I don't know what she's saying, but I try really hard to at yeah. least understand so that I can, you know, like you said, like just listen without judgment and understand and guide her or just listen to what she's saying to me because she wants to express something to me. So I think that's really good advice and, you know, advice that anyone, no matter whether you're a new mom or seasoned mom can, you know, can take and, you know, use and implement with their own children. And I appreciate you, you know, speaking to the internet and to the, you know, part of going outside and wanting to find someone to talk to and to listen to them outside because you and I have spoken very heavily outside of this show about the horrors of human trafficking and child trafficking. And you guys know if you've been listening to my show and you're not a new listener, I speak about this very heavily on my social media as well as on my podcast. I have had on the incredible 
Tim Ballard, CEO of OR Rescue, and have others coming on as well to share uh, facts and actual information about what human trafficking and child trafficking is. And Kim and I have talked about this at length as both, you know, mothers in different phases of our, you know, in seasons of motherhood. And it is absolutely horrifying and terrifying. This has become the number one business in the United States and the world, really. And it just that it's like well, the U.S. is the number one consumer. And so as a parent, as Kim said, the more you can be in your kids' ears, the more you can be listening without judgment, the more you can just be there for them, the more they don't hopefully find those relationships that then could turn into that. For sure. And you know what? And it's also being present. You can have your kids talking to you and you're like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know, like, and, but you're not really listening. You know, it's like, you really have to be present because when you're present, there's something that your child might say that is kind of like, oh, something's going on and you got to look deeper and look further into what's going on. You just never know. And I'm talking about from babies, from little, like Amelia's age and Amelia's two, to like a 20 year old. You know what I'm saying? You just have to be present when they're speaking to you because you wanna be able to um, you know, hone in on what they're actually trying to say. Yes, so true. And I literally got chills because I know you and I both very much believe in signs and it's 444 on the clock and I'm like, oh, I'm getting chills of angel numbers. Um, you know, that's a message received, you know, loud and clear, not just for myself, but anyone listening, it's really important to truly tune in to your children. I know it is so hard, especially right now with all of us at home and we're all really sharing space and trying to be able to handle our own emotions and everything. But when it comes to you know, our children, no matter what age they are, like Kim said, like, it's really important to really be present and listen. And that is something I truly feel for me personally, that I have been learning in this time. And I really believe is a gift um, from the universe that we are getting to have these present moments. For sure. And, you know, like, um, you know, I want to just touch on what we were talking about with the trafficking situation. So, you know, um, my teenager, she called, she called me today and she said, mom, I heard, um, that there was, you know, um, some people at the local target. So in like, literally the target is like five minutes from my house. I'm in Ventura County. You know, we live in a very safe area and long story short, and it's all over, by the way, all over Twitter about this, but there was several men that were at the um, local Target and they were trying to get girls that were walking out of there. Disgusting. And so it's stuff like that. And, you know, she's telling me this and sometimes I'll be honest with you. My first instinct is like, okay, who's talking? Like, you know, kids talk, teenagers talk, they say things, they, they, they hear something, they believe everything. And I was like, okay. And in my mind, I was like, is this real or did someone just make this up? Well, within literally two minutes, a friend of mine texted me and said, this is going on in Westlake right now. It's all over Twitter. And I was just like, I literally, the hair on my arms are standing up, you know? And so of course, then it's like, I'm telling my whole family, okay, you guys, everybody has to pay attention. Um, what's going on when you're walking to your car, you know, just it's scary stuff out there. And so that's why I'm saying it's so good to 
listen to our kids and where our kids feel like they can come to us and talk to us because she very well could have been like, oh, her friend shared it with her, but then she doesn't say anything to me. Right. Right. So, so true. you want your kids to feel safe to talk to you and come talk, have conversations with you. Yes. And thank you for, you know, sharing that real story because guys, really anyone listening, like I know there's a lot of talk and all kinds of things, but this is not a conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. Human trafficking, child trafficking, people being trafficked every day. It's real. It is the number one, uh, you know, uh, business in all of the world. It's a $150 billion industry, which is sickening. Uh, that's why I had Tim Ballard on my podcast. You guys, you know, want to go back and listen to him as the CEO of OR Rescue. And he talks about all the hard facts and all the sad, uh, you know, things that do go on that he is a part of rescuing and helping all these people. And, you know, it goes on in, literally in your backyard. I mean, the fact that Kim is saying, you know, this is going on in our county and where we are and literally at a store that like my cousin told me she was at last night, um, you know, and she's like, thank you for telling me like, that's horrible. You know, it's like, you just have to be way more vigilant now. You have to be like what Kim said, listening more paying attention more. And, you know, it's not to, you know, I tell people this all the time, it's not to create fear. It's not to scare people. It's to create awareness around it so that hopefully we create such a, an awareness and a buzz and a loudness that we get rid of all these people. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's true. And even with the kids, I'd say to them, I'm not trying to, you know, create fear in you. I'm trying to have you really pay attention and be mindful of, there's people out there that are going to do whatever they can. And with everybody being in COVID, everybody's been in their houses. Now, as people are slowly starting to come out, now you're starting to see this even more right now. And that's, and that's why it's like, okay, you have to pay attention. And this is for all moms out there too. You know, when you're at Target or any store, when you're walking to your car, you have to be paying attention. You know, we get distracted by our phones. We get distracted by so much you have to pay attention. Yes, so true and such a good message and just so important to talk about. And thank you for being, you know, so open about it because I think a lot of people are afraid to speak on it because it can be quote unquote controversial, which in my opinion is freaking awful because this is real and it is happening it is real. and it can affect anyone at any time. And so it really shouldn't be controversial. Everyone should care about humans and trafficking and all that. But I could go off on a whole rant, but I appreciate you being so open and, you know, speaking about it on here and sharing advice around, you know, how to really um, help your children and protect them and make them knowledgeable. And I think that yeah. that's, you know, really important. So Kim, before I let you go, because uh, somehow our time <laughs> went so quick. I know. <laughs> it always does. Even when we hang out, like guys, we went, you know, we went for a walk for a few hours last weekend and we all of a sudden looked at the clock and we're like, oh my God, the whole day is gone. You know, we just talk and talk and talk. That's why I love Kim because she's just such a pure soul and she just like truly wants to be there for others and just she's so present that's why I say that like and she has taught me as a friend and as a mom how to be present and I can I really I truly I love you and I, I mean that with all of my heart and I really do like appreciate how much you help me ground myself and how you remind me to be present and give myself grace like you're always so good about telling me those things or sending me little like voice notes or text messages if I'm having a hard day and like it just doesn't go unnoticed. 
Well, I love you back so much. You're, you're such a blessing and a gift in my life. And you do the same for me. So I'm, I'm very appreciative of you, Allie. Oh, thank you. Well, tell us where, of course, we can find you, follow you. Tell us again about the single that they must check out because I have it on my phone and the Christmas music and all that good stuff they can look forward to to enjoy yes. you know, at home during the holidays. So my single is 93 and that's out everywhere, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music. I also have a Christmas album that's out right now, which you guys got to download that. Everybody likes holiday music. It's just fun, uplifting, and happy. And that's on iTunes, Apple Music. I'm on Spotify. Um, you can find me on Instagram at official Kimberly Dawn. You can find me on Twitter, on Facebook, um, all under Kimberly Dawn. And yeah, connect with me. And if you guys are interested in, in the oils, any more information, you know, that, like I said, I, I love that. I love sharing about the oils. Um, you can find me on Instagram at um, sacred and then underscore. What, what is my name? See, I always forget it. Um, <laughs> sacred essential oils. I think. Yeah, it is. It is. It's sacred. And I'll put in the show notes, guys. Everything that Kim's sharing, I will put in the show notes so you guys know you know, where to find everything. So don't worry. I'm just having Kim share, but it'll all be in the show notes. Yeah, it's sacred underscore soul essential oils but you know what i have mom brain a lot of the time you guys <laughs> it's a real thing by the way it really is it's like you know so anyway so don't mind me with my memory sometimes no and again things yeah. are so real and being like hey we all have mom brain because we do because i so have mom baby brain and whatever else so and we just got a pop puppies too. So there you go. We got literally a brand new puppy. So it's like the last few days, it's been like this little puppy anyway. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know that. That's so exciting. Oh my God. You have to bring the puppy. Amelia will lose. I'm mind. going <laughs> to, I absolutely will. <laughs> All right. Well, love, thank you so much for being here. And again, being just so inspiring congrats on all your new music and projects they're amazing and people please go follow her check him out she's truly an inspiration and a wonderful woman especially my mom's listening and she's just like so encouraging and so inspiring and if you guys really do have questions with oils kim's really knowledgeable so check her out i'm really into my uh, little liquid zen that she created for me and it definitely has calmed me uh today being a busy day so thanks kim until next time guys cheers Thanks for listening to Everything with Allie Levine. If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe, tune in weekly for new episodes, and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired.